Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. My name is Tammy, but my students know me as Miss Tammy. Y'all get there, Joe, and I have Google Translate on my phone. For those of you who don't speak Swedish, Joe just greeted us. Well, actually, he didn't say hi. He just said my name is Joe. He just appeared. So uh, you might be wondering why Joe is speaking Swedish. It's because on today's episode of the podcast, we're talking all about Swedish fish. Do you like Swedish fish, Joe? I prefer Mike and Ike's. We're going to be learning all about Swedish fish and a little bit more, like fun facts about Sweden. Uh, let's do, go ahead and do our trivia questions. So, number one, what is an archipelago? Is it A, a man-made island, B, a group of islands, C, an ancient study of fish, or D, a candy sweetener? Right. It's B. But it's curious that you're trying to uh, pass this off as a study of don't, fish when it doesn't end in ology. That, okay. Don't give any hints to the listeners. We haven't even started learning anything yet. Okay. Number two. What type of plant does a lingonberry grow on? Is it A, a tree, B, a vine, C, a bush, or D, a weed? I'm going to say bush. Because I'm pretty sure that's just where all berries grow. Great guess. Okay. And number three is a true or false question that we have talked about before on the podcast. True or false, Swedish fish are vegan. Now, given the precedent of how this went last time, I'm going to say false. False. Because... This one probably also has gelatin in it. Right. We learned before that gelatin is not vegan. It's an animal-derived product. Anyway, I'm going to tell you all about Swedish fish. I'm going to tell you if they're vegan and if they're actually from Sweden right after this quick break. Okay. So I think the pressing question on everyone's mind is, are Swedish fish from Sweden? What do you think, Joe? This is not a trivia question. I will tell you the answer right away. Uh, sure they are. I, sure. I, this, is, this is, no, Swedish fish is one of like the only like big name brand sort of food things that definitely actually comes from the country that they're purporting themselves to come from. Unlike, how, how, like, do you, how are you so sure? I this is something I know. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's something that you know. It's something that I've been made privy to. What? I am aware of the Swedishness of Swedish fish. Okay, sure. Well, he's right. Swedish fish were created by a candy company called Malico in Sweden. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know there was a company what? in Sweden <laughs> that made Swedish fish. Oh, you didn't know the name of the company. Okay, well, it's Malico. Yeah. Sweden is surrounded by water and it has a bustling fishing industry. So I think that's why, I mean, we don't know for sure why Swedish fish are in the shape of fish, but I think the fish is just kind of an iconic, important thing in Sweden. So it makes sense that they would make it into a little candy. In Sweden, the candies were originally called, okay, here we go, pastelfiskar. Spell it. It's spelled like pastel, oh wait, okay, P-A-S-T-E-L-L-F-I-S-K-R. Wait, K K A R, car, K R, yeah. Well, fiskar is in fact fish in Swedish. 
Of course, you know that too. So it means pastel fish. So if you go to Sweden and you want to eat Swedish fish, that's what they're called, pastel fish. Pastel fiskar. Are we supposed to roll those R's? I, I'm not the person to ask. I'm not the person to ask. I'm really sorry. Um, I did try to reach out to a, a Scandinavian blogger to see if we can get some MP3 files of some words that I'm going to try to pronounce in this episode. So we'll see. Um, okay. Anyway, but Swedish fish in America began being sold in the 1950s. And then by the 60s and 70s, so you got like a couple decades, decade later, Swedish fish were a candy staple in America. Yum. I would have never guessed. How would you have ever heard of it? Uh-uh. Malico still exists today. Exists. Selling the original version of Swedish fish. But you can only get the Malico Swedish fish in Sweden. You can tell the difference between a U.S. American Swedish fish and the Malico Swedish fish because the, the Malico, the Sweden, the real Swede fish says Malico on it. And if you get one in the U.S., it'll say Swedish. What? It'll say Swedish instead of Malico. So it, w- w- it's, it's not really that important, but uh, okay. these are like fun, useless facts. But here's one that's interesting, I think. Um, <laughs> Swedish fish and Sour Patch Kids. There's a relation there, Joe. Have you had Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. Do you like them more or less than Swedish fish? Um, in the world of uh, cheap theater candies that you get for free, basically. Like as a part of like your combo with your popcorn and whatnot. Okay. Uh, I stick to Muddy Bears. Yeah, Muddy Bears is worth a whole different episode, but that's not the question. Okay, so that, that I, is to say, I don't, I don't like Sour Patch Kids very much. They're very boring. That's odd. Most people would not. You don't think Swedish fish are boring? Well, they're not lying about being sour. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so Swedish fish and and Sour Patch Kids are actually they were both invented by the same Swedish company, and they are also the exact same candy. But they're in different shapes. What? The gummies and are gummies? Are you? Are you? No, no but way. They're, they're the exact same gummy. The exact same one, but one's a little child shape, and the other one is a fish. One's shape. a little child shape, and also comes in multiple flavors. So yeah, okay. So the only difference between those two gummies is the shape and the tartaric acid. Tartaric acid is what makes it sour on the outside of sour patch. What kid. purportedly makes them sour? Right. To some people who think that they might be sour. Do you have a preferred sour candy? Uh, take your pick. I'm just going to name off the top of my head uh, sour Skittles. Oh, you like sour Skittles? You, like, or do you think those are sour? Because I bet you they both just use tartaric acid. The sour icebreakers? Sour icebreakers. Okay, those are good. Uh, Pass. I don't know. Warheads? <laughs> Those are the ones that I think people say are actually sour, but I don't know. I've never been like a huge sour candy person. I don't really like when my mouth hurts. I know some people do. Um, okay, yeah, so there's the exact same. Now let's talk about the flavors of Swedish fish. Joe, what flavor do you think Swedish fish are? Is? Uh, Swedish fish are, yeah. Swedish. The flavor is red. No, the flavor is sweet. They're called Swedish fish, not red fish. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay, so there's no the answer is that there's not really an answer. It's one of those it's one of those designed in a lab flavors just to taste good and not to actually replicate any actual real fruit flavors or anything. Beautifully said, Joe. So that's like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Dr. Pepper is also not really it's like, what is it? We don't know. But some people say, you know, if you scour the Internet like I did, the flavor maybe is lingonberry. Maybe. But I think that's just because it's like a berry. I don't think it. Re- I don't think Swedish fish tastes like lingonberries. They just taste like Swedish fish because yeah, it's a lot. Now, when have you tasted lingonberries? Okay, have you ever been to IKEA? They have like they- lingonberry jam and lingonberry, lingonberry juice. It's kind. Of, it's similar to cranberries. Uh, you haven't had lingonberry. I'm too busy eating the meatballs. Well, but the meatballs come with the lingonberry like sweet sauce. But you didn't try that because you're afraid of new flavors. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Okay. Lingonberry grows on a shrub, on a bush. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, good. Other than the classic and ambiguous red flavor, Swedish fish have come in a variety of different special additions. Okay, wait. Hang on. Actually, are lingonberries red? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. Well, that's reassuring, confident. Uh, no, they are red. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like if I didn't like research something like intensively beforehand, I'm like, what if I say on Cozy Rainbow that all lingonberries are red, and then all of a sudden there's like a new type of lingonberry, and then I'm like, you know what I mean? But they're they're red. Cool. Cool. But I don't have any sources on that other than just I've eaten lingonberries and they're red. <laughs> uh, okay. Special edition Swedish fish. We got blue raspberry lemonade Swedish fish. I think you can still buy those right now. I think those are like the one of the moment. Uh, red, white, and blue Swedish fish. I think I've seen those. Yeah, those are funny. I think it's funny because it's red, white, and blue. And it isn't Sweden's flag is like a light blue, isn't it? Do you know? Sweden's flag is blue with the yellow cross. Yeah. Okay, so, but it's funny. It's like a sweet, like... You know, blue raspberry lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, they came out with Swedish Fish Oreos. I remember those. I didn't try them because I'm not really, like... I don't know. That just seems... Because you're scared of new flavors. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm scared of new... I'm scared of new lab flavors, I would say. Like, I'm not... I would try a new type of berry if it's, like, just grown. But, like, a, a new... Like, what... Swedish fish Oreos, if you went back 100 years and, like, asked somebody, if you asked a kid, like, hey, do you know what a Swedish fish Oreo? Do you know well, what look a- at you crazy because Oreos didn't exist. They were Hydrox. They were what? Oh, you never heard of Hydrox? No, what is that? That's worth an episode. Okay, there's Joe's next episode. What, can you at least spell that word that you're saying? H-Y-D-R-O-X, named for, uh, you know, water. H2O, uh-huh. two hydrogens and an oxygen. Not okay. sure how that connects to being an Oreo, basically. Wait, what is it then? Is it a candy? It's a, it's an Oreo. It's a Hydrox? Is an... See, oh, no. Oreos were Hydroxes back then. Okay. No, 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 no. What? Hydrox. Oreos are a Hydrox knockoff. Okay. And I'm scared. <laughs> now they've been subsumed. Oreos are really good. And... I- but I didn't, okay, you know what? I'll tell you the truth, Joe. Yeah. I didn't know I, lo- I liked Oreos until like maybe three years ago I tried them. 
you tried the Swedish fish Oreos and you were like, I'm no, I did, sold. I didn't. I always knew Swedish fish. I wasn't sold on Oreos. I just like Swedish fish. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not like feeling like I missed out. The girls of our family are lactose intolerant. What? No, I, I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So next, grape Swedish fish. I have more to say on that later. Um, and Nobody then, likes grape as a stop. flavor. Stop. How could you say? Okay, you no, know what? I, I have a lot more to say about that. No, no, like, no, no, just, no, no. Okay, I fine. like grape as a, as a flavor of candy and such, but whenever you ask it's someone purple. like, what's your least favorite like flavor of thing? And everyone's like, oh, it's grape. They taste so weird. Ugh. So I like grape. And the last flavor that I'm going to mention are mini Swedish fish. Swedish fish mini. That, that's not a flavor. Okay, no. That's a size. <laughs> I'm not done. So there was an island pack that I saw that was Pina Colada, Tropical Island, Beachy Punch, and Passion Fruit. Uh, beachy Punch? Yeah, I know. What flavor is Beachy Punch? Actually, it's probably just like Fruit Punch. It's just red. That's the original. Swedish Fish are actually Beachy Punch flavored. I don't know about that. <laughs> So here now is the question you've all been waiting for. Are Swedish fish vegan? Joe, you were wrong. Swedish fish are vegan. Nah. Ha ha. Well, that's curious. Yeah. Okay. They do not contain any animal products. Swedish fish use cornstarch and carnauba wax. Oh my gosh. I didn't. I don't know. Whatever. Carnauba. Spell it. C-A-R-N-A-U-B-A. Wax. To obtain the gelatin-like texture. So those are both vegan things. And yeah, if it were real gelatin, real gelatin is an animal derived product that is not vegan, but Swedish fish are vegan again, it's, to reiterate. It's curious that the non-American product is the one that uses corn stuff in place of jello. You know what's hilarious to me yeah. is that they're Swedish fish and they're vegan. A vegan fish. What type of fish is vegan? Swedish fish. I you can shape anything like an animal and be like, ha, isn't that funny? You know? No, but it won't have the brand visibility of, like, as, like, a Swedish fish. Like, people wouldn't just know what you're talking about. Anyway, okay, moving on to fermented Swedish fish. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> That's... Huh? Uh, okay, so fish, as we talked about earlier, it's a very popular dish in Sweden because, so... Sweden is home to the largest archipelago in the world. Stockholm, Sweden has almost 29,000 archipelagos in the Baltic Sea. An archipelago is a group of islands. For example, in Indonesia or the Canadian Arctic, there's other archipelagos. So you're, you're telling me they have 2,600 groups of islands? More. More than that. Not groups Wait. of islands. I think it, that's how many islands there are. Like, it is an archipelago. Wait, okay. And then there's, like, 29,000 little beep-boop-beep beep islands. So, so an archipelago is the overall group of islands and not what you call every individual island. Okay, this is a great question, and I actually don't know the answer. But I think that if you were to say, like, an archipelago is a group of islands. But, like, really, you couldn't, I mean, it probably really just depends, like, specifics, like, on how you're talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be like, okay, um, like I just did, Stockholm, Sweden is home to 
29,000. It's less, it's just a little bit less than 29,000, like maybe 50 less. 29,000 archipelagos. That's tiny little islands, not groups of islands. So I could just say there is an archipelago if that answers your question, but I don't think it matters too much. All right. You could also just use other language if you really needed to. Like islands. <laughs> yes, like you could just say it's a group of islands and there's one island here and one island there. But just so you know, an archipelago is a group of islands. Okay, anyway, but I started off talking about fermented Swedish fish. I just was trying to establish the idea that people in Sweden eat a lot of fish because there's just a lot of fish nearby. It just makes sense, okay? So there's something called surströmming. Oh, boy. Surströmming. That, that sounds stinky. <laughs> Yes, it is a traditional Swedish dish made from fermented fish. So they let the fish like, well... Ferment, you see. Ferment, they like, kind of let them rot in like uh, some salty brine things type of liquid. I don't really know exactly how it's made, but if you want, on the internet, you can look up the Surströmming Challenge that's spelled S-U-R... S-T-R-O-M-M-I-N-G. Where people open a can of Sir Strumming inside of their house and taint it with the scent of Sir Strumming for like two weeks. Yeah. So I watched a few of these videos like, and I just watched the beginning and I didn't actually even see anybody eat it. They were all too busy being like, oh, uh, blah, oh my God, it smells so bad. So pretty entertaining. I would definitely recommend that you check it out. <laughs> Europe is just home to a lot of really stinky but quite good sort of foods you know i don't want to go and say that it's like gross or anything i think it's really cool that they can eat that and like it's cool if you grow up eating we're, something we're american we have <laughs> we have the fda saying you gotta have these things pasteurized and dry aged for like 30 days and you can't have any live cultures in there to add any of their nice little flavors no nope, it's gotta be you're stuck with craft single american cheese product slices some people might say a craft slice of american cheese is like less appetizing than fermented fish i mean like what is a craft cheese slice really made of we don't know milk question mark anyway okay moving on to some fun facts about swedish fish have you ever played candy crush no what okay uh are you familiar with it Yes. <laughs> okay, good. God. In 2016, the game of Candy Crush Saga released a level that included a bright, uh, multicolored, well, multiple bright, multicolored Swedish fish swimming across the screen. So if you want to get to the Swedish fish level in Candy Crush, you have to reach level 1,247. Uh, if that sounds insane to you, Candy Crush has over 14,000 levels and they put out a new level every week. So. 255 million people have played the game of Candy Crush Saga. Also, if you've somehow never heard of it, it's a match three game, meaning that you need to line up three things in a row that are the same color, the same shape or whatever, and then it clears the board and it's kind of satisfying, I guess. It's a little hard to explain when we're trying to use words, but it's really simple when you see like a yeah. picture. Well, if you've played Candy Crush or like Bejeweled is a match three game. Bejeweled is before Be Bejeweled is before people's time at this point. It's it's people are more likely to know Candy Crush than Bejeweled. That's so true. But between Candy Crush and Bejeweled, I mean, those are like the two big match three games. I would say. You would love to think that Bejeweled's still big, wouldn't you? It is. Uh, 
I think. Is it four? Is it fourteen thousand levels big? No, I okay. Well, obviously, I didn't mean to mention Bejeweled. <laughs> it was just an accident. It was just an example of a different match three game that I yeah. could think of that yeah. people know. Okay. Uh, fun facts: Gi- the giant homemade Swedish fish. An Australian chef published a recipe for a giant homemade Swedish gummy fish. Oh boy. <laughs> The recipe is quite simple, just as the channel's name, Simple Cooking Channel, might suggest. The only ingredients used in this giant homemade Swedish fish are jello, gelatin, and boiling water. The real trick to get that large fish-shaped candy is a large fish-shaped mold. So when you, when you finish the final product, this, this fish was big enough to hold with two hands. It was a two-hander, big old Swedish fish. I caught one and it was this big. Yeah, here, look, you can see a picture. I, yeah, I caught one and this it was this big. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, okay. Oh, also, ironically, uh, not vegan. You hear that? Gelatin. Uh oh. Okay, this guy's version, this recipe. No, it's not vegan. But the actual ones. He missed the whole appeal of the Swedish fish. No, he didn't. The whole appeal of the Swedish fish is that they're kind of like cute and adorable. Well, and I mean, good. If it's this big, that kind of ruins the... Uh, they have a cool shape. That's why they wanted it to be big. He wanted to magnify it because the fish is a cool shape and it has scales and stuff. Mm. Okay. What happens if you eat too many Swedish fish? I... <laughs> <laughs> what a fun fact. <laughs> no, this is like a new category. This is like a new topic. What a... <laughs> These are all fun facts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just commenting that this one might just be the most fun of them all. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Swedish fish are made of mostly sugar and food coloring. (laughs) So, if you eat too many Swedish fish... (laughs) You'll turn red and uh, sugar. I don't know. No. Okay, it's it's really quite simple. I just started laughing because of the look on Joe's face when I said... If you eat too many. <laughs> okay. Um, the Swedish fish, they can hurt your gums and they can cause cavities in your teeth. Someone who eats too many <laughs> Swedish One laughing fit later. Okay, so Swedish fish can hurt your gums. They can cause cavities in your teeth. Someone who eats too many Swedish fish may experience a sugar high and then a crash. And any excess sugar in the human body will turn into fat. So if you eat too many Swedish fish, it will be not good for you however let me just say i've eaten a lot of swedish fish i know that i have because they sell them in two pound bags and i've bought one of those two pound bags before when i was a kid yeah if you had two pounds of swedish fish in your whole life that's too much no it wasn't like a whole it was like a i think i ate it in like a week or two or something like that i just remember being like whoa i need to like tone it down on the swedish fish well how many how many swedish fish how much two pounds it was a bit like it's like this big like well sure well how much does a swedish fish weigh can i math this out how many how many pounds of swedish fish today i don't know you'd have to look up online the two pound bag of swedish fish and then look at the weight how much does one swedish fish weigh how much how many swedish fish in a pound of uh, two pounds of swedish fish a two pound bag wait i just realized what i was saying was dumb i said you should look up the weight of a two pound bag and then (laughs) How many Swedish fish would you have eaten every day 
to have eaten it in a week. There's a math problem. It's Swedish math. Fish math. So. Okay. But I don't know, because I don't know how much one Swedish fish weighs. Well, I mean. Okay, this is another fun fact. The grape Swedish fish. Fan group. There's a, there's a fan group. A uh, face- they got to stick together, don't they? Yes, they do. Facebook group titled Bring Back Grape Swedish Fish was created in 2009 and has over 3,000 members. The owner of the group writes that grape Swedish fish were discontinued in 2006. Every time the group gets another 1,000 members, the owner writes a notice to Cadbury Worldwide. Cadbury Worldwide owns Cadbury eggs and also Swedish fish in- and Sour Patch Kids, apparently. So members of the group write that grape Sour Patch Kids are the closest match to the grape Swedish fish, although nothing is the same. So I encourage you all, if you're on Facebook, to go ahead and look up Bring Back Grape Swedish Fish and join the group. I joined. Yeah, it's that simple. I don't don't know. It's just, I just love that. And did I say that the group is 14 years old? I didn't. The group is 14 years old. So I think it started in two, oh, no, no, it started in 2009. How many members does it have right now? How many? About, it's 3,100 right now. 31, 31 so messages three... to Cadbury in in 14 years? No, 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 no. Three messages. Three? Three messages. Oh. Because it's 3,000 people. I said 3,100. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not 31,000. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. My last fun fact. It is a fun fact. The Swedish... <clears throat> Swedish Sour Patch Kid. So there, I just looked this up and I found a person on Reddit. A user on Reddit found a lone Sour Patch Kid without the sour power, powder, without that tartaric acid inside of a bag of regular Swedish fish. I would love if that happened to me. I would love if that happened to me. Wouldn't that make you feel good? I, I mean, it's... How many times do you think that's happened that a Swedish... I mean... Well, yeah, a Swedish Sour Patch Kid. A Sour Patch Kid ended up in a bag of Swedish fish. Probably not very many. I, I guess not, but I mean, it's just, uh, it was just a differently shaped Swedish you, fish. I know, but like, would you, if that happened to you, would you eat it or would you take a picture and post it on the internet? Like, I mean, I guess I'd take a picture because, you know, that's kind of neat, but... Would you send it to me? Well, I mean, if we weren't, if we... If we didn't ever record well, an episode, because now you definitely problem. would, but like, let's say in the past, if you found a Sour Patch Kid in your, would you think of me and text me? There, therein lies the problem because you, you, you're the one who buys Swedish fish. Okay. I, I don't. Uh-huh. So if anyone was going to find an anomaly in their bag of Swedish fish, it was going to be you. Well, I don't even buy Swedish fish anymore. So that was like when I was a kid. I'm not a big, not a big candy person. But it's people like you, you. It's people like me that are the problem. Go ahead. You, go off. If you don't support Swedish fish, they're going to go the way of the Choco Taco, you know. Oh, my God. You're so right. Ah! Okay, let's go back over there. Well, you know what? I like to think I'm supporting Swedish fish like this. I just probably directed at least one person to join the Save Crepe Swedish Fish Facebook page. I've done my part. What are you doing for Swedish fish? I don't really care about Swedish fish, so I don't really... <laughs> How could you say that? 
Like I said, I prefer Mike and Ike's. Okay, whatever. Are you going to write an episode about Mike and Ike's? Hmm? I bet those are not vegan. Maybe they are. I wonder if they are. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know. All right. Uh, let's go back over those trivia questions. Number one, what is an archipelago? It's a group of islands. Good job. Number two, what type of plant does a lingonberry grow on? A bush. Wow. A shrubbery. Yes. And number three, true or false, Swedish fish are vegan. False. What? I mean, true. True. Um, <laughs> because Cause they don't have... No, I, no, no. In contrast to Peeps, no gelatin. Instead, cornstarch and the second thing that I don't remember. Oh, it was the Peeps that... It was the Peeps that we talked about the gelatin. Yeah. Yeah. So Peeps are the ones that aren't vegan. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised you remember that. Good memory, Joe. All right. Well, that's that's all I have for this week. This is a 30-minute a episode on Swedish fish. That's kind of impressive. Um, I don't have a creative challenge this week, but if the spirit moves you to create some type of art about Swedish fish, maybe you want to write a poem, maybe you want to make a, a sculpture out of Swedish fish, maybe you want to make a giant Swedish fish. Maybe you want to make a giant Sour Patch Kid. Maybe you want to make uh, grape Swedish fish, like write a persuasive letter to Cadbury worldwide saying that people love the grape Swedish fish. Anyway. Uh, I don't understand your obsession with grape Swedish fish, but... I, You know what? You fell in love with the classics, not the grape. Uh, but I've never had the grape. And knowing that there's a purple version of my favorite candy... I mean, that just eats me up inside. Just knowing I'm never going to eat it if it doesn't come back. So, yeah, I mean, I guess doing research about this episode, I found a new cause that I would like to support, and it's bring back the grape Swedish fish. Bring back the purple Swedish fish. That's what you're actually... Yeah, I, yeah. But I would like... I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. So, anyway, um, if you're a teacher listening, or like a student, or I don't, I don't know what, if you use Teachers Pay Teachers, and you would like a free transcript of this episode... You can visit our website, www.cozyrainbow.org. We have lots of teaching resources. There's fun stuff. I have like some map activities that I just started doing. Like if you want to learn how to read a map while you're listening to the episode, if you want to like try and like look at Sweden or something like that. Um, I don't do it for every episode. There's just different worksheets for every episode and you should check them out because I think they're pretty good. And if you want to follow us on Instagram at Cozy Rainbow Envy. And lastly, if you want to you know send us a message you can email us at cozy at gmail.com all right everybody thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening.